0: newly wealthy Victorians, as reflected in the novels of Charles Dickens. But the fortunes that Buffett and Gates are giving away dwarf those of the leading philanthropists of golden ages past, even those of Andrew Carnegie and John D. Rockefeller a century ago. Nor are Buffett and Gates, the leading examples of a fast-growing army of new philanthropists, merely doing the same old thing. The new philanthropists believe they are improving philanthropy equipping it to tackle the new set of problems facing today's changing world. And to be blunt, it needs improvement. Much philanthropy over the centuries has been ineffective. They think they can do a better job than their predecessors. The past couple of decades have been a golden age for capitalism, and today's new philanthropists are trying to apply the secrets behind that money-making success to their giving. That is why we call them philanthrocapitalists. Today's philanthropic capitalists see a world full of big problems that they, and perhaps only they, can and must put right. Surely, they say, we can save the lives of millions of children who die each year in poor countries from poverty or diseases that have been eradicated in the rich world. And back home in the United States or Europe, it is we who must find ways to make our education system work for every child instead of failing so many students. And if these children are to have a decent life when they grow older, we must find a solution to climate change and the underlying causes of terrorism, and so on. As evidence of the seriousness of his philanthropy, Bill Gates had made a big announcement of his own a few days before Buff had handed out his letters. At the end of June 2008, he would leave his day job at Microsoft, which he had co-founded in 1975, and start working full-time at his foundation a significant career change for a man aged only 52, still at the peak of his powers, and proof that when it comes to philanthropy, he means business. Sitting in his huge office in Microsoft's Seattle headquarters in September 2007, Bill Gates rocks back and forth in his chair as he gets excited about what he is saying. You know, if you picked the five most interesting and important things that have happened in my time frame— I think that these two would be in the top five, if not at the top, he says, now tapping his pen to the rhythm. The personal computer, which I got a chance to participate in, has had this amazing, almost unbelievably great impact on billions of lives, so I'm very proud to be involved in that. But now he is looking to have at least as great an impact on at least as many lives through his philanthropy as he takes on some of the world's deadliest diseases. Now I get to put more into what is sort of a new frontier. More like Microsoft at age three than at age 33. In business, the philanthropic capitalists are used to achieving success on a grand scale, to thinking big and going for it. If that approach works in making money, they reason, why wouldn't it work when it comes to giving the stuff away? In the United States, Gates wants to transform the entire government-funded public school system. Already, his money is starting to make a difference, and Gates believes that this is just the beginning. In New York City, for example, Gates has provided money to start dozens of small schools, such as the Bronx Lab. One of four new schools, sharing the former campus of the Evander Childs High School in one of New York's poorest areas, which was closed due to its persistently low levels of educational achievement, the Bronx Lab opened its doors in 2004. After three years, a remarkable 90% of its first class of students was on track to graduate in 2008, compared with a typical graduation rate of under 31% at Evander Childs. Gates thinks this sort of success can be repeated throughout the education system, in New York and nationwide. But what gets Gates rocking and tapping even more excitedly are the things his philanthropy could achieve outside America by ending disease and reducing poverty. More than one million people die from malaria every year, most of them children in poor countries. That is the equivalent of losing every student in the New York public school system in one year. We're sort of crazy enough to say, let's eliminate malaria, says Gates. And it is not just malaria that is on his hit list. His foundation also wants to dramatically reduce deaths from other diseases that annually kill millions of people in the developing world such as acute diarrhea, pneumonia, tuberculosis, and HIV-AIDS. And it is funding research into 14 grand challenges in global health, ranging from creating new vaccines to finding economically efficient ways to measure public health. Gates